Hey, Mustangs, this is Mr. Stefanelli coming to you with another alumni feature. We have 2015 graduate Sean Millay coming to us from, where are you calling us from, Sean? Um, New York City, Murray Hill. From New York City, the Big Apple. How are you, Sean? I'm great. It's, I'm glad to be here. Uh, it's fun to do this. Thanks for having me. At any time. So, uh, Sean, we have you here because from what I hear, you are a uh, trying out your your talents in stand up comedy. Yeah. Yeah. I've been doing that for a few years now uh, in here in the city. Um, yeah, it's been going pretty good. Pretty yeah. well. Uh, that's good. I'm glad that your English teacher taught you something about well and good. That's awesome. So tell us a little bit about, you know, the journey that brought you to become a stand up comic. Well, when I was in like elementary school, I remember trying to make kids laugh a lot. And in my fifth grade yearbook, it's like it said, for my occupation, I wrote comedian. And then in high school, I liked being funny. Um, and then senior year, I went to the, the comedy cellar, which for those that don't know, is like, you know, one of the biggest comedy clubs in the world. I went to like, they had a class that you could take. I did that on the weekends. I would take the train in. I did that. It was like six weeks of that. And we did like a little showcase at the end. Uh, you get to like perform on stage in front of your friends and family. And then I just, in college, I went to NYU. So I was in the city and for like a year, maybe two. I did stand up on and off. I was like, I was still very nervous doing it. And then I kind of stopped for a little, finished my degree, left the city for the pandemic. And then came back probably two years ago and I've been doing it like pretty consistently since and yeah it's been a lot of fun and I've just I just liked being funny I like making crowds laugh it's a, it's like there's really no feeling like it and that's kind of what got me well I remember you in high school you were always very funny in fact in a, a couple episodes ago we we did an episode all about college essays and Miss Stansberry talked about using comedy, and she referred to your essay. Uh, yeah, if I remember correctly, it was about you getting dumped in kindergarten and what you learned from it. Yeah, so. yeah, it was the the girl that. Uh, well, I told her I liked. It was like, she didn't care. Like, she did not like me. And then, like <laughs> days later, she was like, "I saw. All right, I was on the playground and I saw, a, a, the the preschool jock. I guess kissing her." And it was about me, like, <laughs> being heartbroken by that. Well, it stuck with Miss Stansberry. And I remember reading it, too, and, and, and loving it. And clearly it worked. You got into NYU, so. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about what other comedians kind of inspire you. You know, kind of what, what tone do you use when you're, when you're a stand-up comedy? Who would you compare yourself to? Still figuring my own stuff out a lot. So for me, that's really just whatever. Like, if I make a friend laugh or something, I'll write down what it was. But. Like what I really, the first comedian I liked was Louie. And then recently I really like Bill Burr. There's this guy, Shane Gillis, who's like, he's newer in terms of like being famous and all, but he's like one of the best working right now. Mark Normand is really good. And he's actually, I'm kind of friends with him. So he'll, he'll give me advice and stuff too. Those guys really are the ones I, I typically watch a lot. And I, I think they're very funny. Um, now you're you're uh, what you're 25 26 years old 26 now yeah do you so you know you obviously are one of many stamped comedians that are trying to make it work do you kind of all support each other are you all friendly with each other or is it like you know this cutthroat competition 
Right. Um, I would say for the most part, it's pretty supportive. I guess if they are, it's probably it's probably behind your back that they're not. But for the most part, everybody's friendly. Uh, if you're nice, I feel like that's that'll go a long way. There's people that like you'll see that they're not even that good and they'll just be rude to everybody. And then they're like wondering why they're not succeeding. And I think being nice to people is is really half the battle, because if people like you, then they'll actually help you. So it isn't it isn't too bad. It's not I wouldn't say cutthroat or anything like that. Well, that's good. And, you know, and I would think it's a business where if one guy gets a job and, you know, maybe, you know, outside of stand up comedy and someone says, hey, do you know anyone else funny? You, you want to be friends with each other. Right. So they recommend you. Yeah, absolutely. And plus, like, do you want to like one good way to like further your career is producing your own shows. So it's helpful to know who is funny, who you can use for different projects. And like you said, if you get a job and you want somebody that's funny or if you're making a video, like a lot of a lot of comedians now, because social media, it's so easy to like have video views and stuff. They're all trying to make sketches. And it's good to know the funny people because then you can actually put them in your video as opposed to like, you know, somebody that's not so great. So we are, of course, a family friendly podcast. But would you call your stand up material generally family friendly? My mom <laughs> has come to see me a few times, and, <laughs> which is never fun. It's never fun. But she whenever I tell her I don't like what she comes, she's like, what do you mean? Like you you don't say anything that bad. But that said, it, you know, it's it's not like terrible, but it's not like, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it at a high school. So if you ever come back and perform for the high school, you'd have to clean it up a little bit. Yeah, for sure. For sure. The material that I've been seeing you on TikTok, which we'll talk about in a minute, you know, really nothing too dirty. I, I, I said I, I contacted you recently because of your uh, your recent TikTok post about, uh, you know, pretending you were drunk on a on a job interview. I yeah. found that absolutely hysterical. Thanks. Yeah, that one that one's pretty clean. But um, I mean, some of the other videos, you know, they're like I, I got offered to uh, do some like ad videos and stuff. And they were like, they're like, yeah, you're not really safe for work. So I guess some videos suggest that I'm I'm raunchy. So I don't know. I'm, I'm still figuring it out. Depends on the audience, too. That's so um, is TikTok kind of your main way of advertising yourself? Is that the new way a comedian gets their name out there? Uh, yeah, I've had a lot of success on TikTok, so I, I definitely, I would say so, like, especially within the comedy world, people will ask me how to go viral or give tips for their clips and stuff. So for sure, I've actually had more success recently on YouTube, but in general, like any of the platforms that have the short form video option, which I guess is pretty much all of them now, um, I have found success with that. So yeah, the I realized that like the the TikTok videos, the short form videos, weirdly enough, like editing them, writing them even reminds me of high school essay writing. Just because you need a strong hook, you need to like have like a statement in some words or other. Like you need to get rid of like superfluous sentences and all that stuff. And it reminded me a lot of of essay writing. That was kind of helpful. And and honestly, yeah, like I. That's I found success with those videos just because they produce, you know, they're like a minute or, or less. Yeah, it's been a great way to advertise comedy and just my social media in general, just through making those videos. 
that's wonderful. I love the connection to, you know, nice to know that we taught you in the you uh, English department. Yes, you did. I remember hearing George Carlin in an interview one time saying that basically that's what comedy writing is. He's writing an essay and he recites an essay with a thesis right. and, and just makes people laugh with it. So not a bad comedian to follow. No, definitely not. Definitely not. And um, I mean, it's cool. Like some people, you know, you go up there and you have like bullet points and you try and talk it out to them, which is fun, too. But eventually, once I've said something that has made them laugh, I will try and write down verbatim what I said. Listen, I I don't envy you. It's a tough job, you know. (laughs) Yeah, it's fun, though. So before I let you go, because I'm sure you have a lot of work to do today, uh, can you send me some information? Can I post a link and a schedule for, you know, shows you're going to be doing in our episode description? Sure. So, I mean, I do have a few shows next week, but they're in the city. And then I will be in Jersey over the summer. So I'll try and figure out a schedule for that. But beyond that, you know, check me out on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, all that stuff. I post videos and clips there and I can send you the links for that stuff. All right. Audience, we will post the links to all of Sean's contact info on YouTube and TikTok, where you can go see his material right in our episode description. And Sean, uh, as someone who had you in class and and and, and loved you for, for four years and beyond, uh, thank you so much for coming. We're just so proud of you. We're so proud of you going out there and trying your skills. It's a tough business out there, and, and we don't envy you, but we're so, so proud of you. Thank you. No, I, I'm always glad to hear from you. And, and it's cool that uh, you're still curious and, and uh, you know, you were one of my favorite teachers of all time. So it's cool to, to be back here and, and talking to your students that you have now. Well, thank you. Well, thank you very much. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this has uh, been a great interview. Thank you, Sean, for coming and have a wonderful day, Mustangs. And remember, every day is a great day to be a Mustang. See you later, Sean. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Mustang Express podcast. Be sure to like us or follow us on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. If you are interested in helping out with the podcast, maybe you want to come on and be a guest or you just want to help us create great content, be sure to see Mr. Stefanelli or one of the Mustang Express student staff. Have a great day and remember, it's always a great day to be a Mustang.